How many times have you wished your kid came with a manual? When we are unsure as parents, there are so many conflicting opinions that it's overwhelming to know which way is best. Even when we're intentional, situations change, which require us to be flexible and remodel our styles to meet the needs of our families. I created this podcast to share principles and strategies that I have used in counseling and education to help parents prioritize authenticity, connection, and purpose with their kids. Welcome to Remodel Parenting. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's great to have you here. This is our 28th episode. Before I get into the content, I wanted to take a moment and just thank everyone who has been listening, who has liked, who shared, who's given me feedback on this podcast. It is such an honor to be here in this space with you, especially in a topic like parenting. I just want to tell you how much it really means for those of you who take the time to share things on social media, who comment, rate, and leave notes and comments on the podcast ranking systems. It really means a lot, and I appreciate every everything that you guys have done and have given me. For those of you who've stopped me in person, sent me messages, emails, they mean more than you know, and I hope that they keep coming. If you love this podcast and you love what we're doing, I'd love for you to consider doing one of those things or more if you want to. Um, Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. There's information about that at the end of each episode. And if you have the time and would take it, if you would go and rate us on Apple Podcasts, that would mean a lot as well. Share with your friends. And I look forward to continue to offer content and meet with you guys in this space. As I start this new episode, it is our 28th episode, which is really exciting. And I'm starting a three-part series that I'm calling Cut Yourself Some Slack. Um, I want to address some of the things that I have heard from parents for years, and especially here recently with everything that's going on in the world and with the pandemic and how stressful things can get. Parents are really hard on themselves. And so I thought I would just take a break from some of the more educational programming and educational information and practical application, and we'll still have some of that. But to talk about a few things that I think are important in the background for us as parents. And so in this episode, I want to talk about us as parents, but also as people as parents, which is what we say sometimes that being a parent is not something that exists all in and of itself. It's people who are doing an action. I always, when I was working with couples, I would often reframe the concept of a relationship as something that doesn't just exist in and of itself. People would come into sessions and talk about how their relationship had problems and they couldn't figure out their relationship. Honestly, I hear parents say that about their children too at times, especially when things have gotten really frustrating. But I always like to reframe and explain that we we give these words like a relationship to this dynamic between two people. But really, if you boil it down and you look at what a relationship is, it's a process of continued regular relating between two people. When you personify a relationship, you make it as though it's a third person in the room or something to be addressed or handled separately, then it can get really confusing as to who has power to do that or if it's just something that is happening all alone by itself that you're just trying to keep up with. Well, I like to talk about parenting in a very similar way because we can get this idea that our, we as a parent is something different from ourselves as a person. But being a parent is really just a series of actions and relating and raising a child, um, pouring into the life of someone else. But it is a series of relational actions that are continual. That's why, why I call this podcast Remodel Parenting, because 
the process of relating to someone else is not something that you just figure out how to do and then you just keep doing the same things over and over again. It's not a functional machine. It's not an equation or um, a problem to be solved and then continued. It's an actual active engagement process that takes continued adjustments, shifting, connection, going back, redoing. And that's a really difficult place to sit in general. But as a parent, when you have that role of being the parent, then in addition to the relational components that we might have with other adults of fostering healthy relationships, connecting well, setting good boundaries, we also have a level of responsibility for how these people turn out, right? It's our job to make sure that they turn into decent citizens and people who are producers and not only consumers of things from everyone else. But what I hear a lot from parents is they might hear a new tactic or they might hear a new way of thinking about things. They might hear a new skill or something to try with their children. And I oftentimes hear that shift into a shame message really quickly. Uh, that's not how I do it. Or that, that I really, really struggle with with that part of it. And I, and I just don't think that I do that right. And while those may be factually true, maybe there are some adjustments to be made or maybe there are things to consider and put focus on there's oftentimes this internal emotional shift to a place of shame and concern that because I'm not doing this one thing that I hear, that's taking me to where I'm concerned that I might be doing it all wrong. Uh, and, the, and the truth is, is that we're all struggling. I don't know any parents who would say, I've got this. It's a breeze. We're doing fine. My kids make sense. Those are not things that I hear ever, even for people who are doing it well and that it looks like that from the outside. When you really dig in and you talk to people about their individual experiences, being a parent is hard and we all struggle because the minute that we get on top of what's going on with our kids, and if you have more than one kid, that process is often different for each child. The minute you get the hang of one of your kids and what they need, they hit a new development stage and they change. And our our role becomes learning how to roll with that and adjust with them and learn what they need. Because the deepest and most influential process of parenting is not knowing ahead of time what needs to happen to make things happen, quote, right. It's about committing to a process of connection so that our kids have someone with them who are meeting them where they are and helping them grow into where they go next. I get side comments sometimes about how, you know, with all my education and training, um, parenting must be so easy for me and it must be so nice to be a counselor as a parent. And for all my other counselor parent friends or especially people who work in other um, professions that are close to that helping professions, the reality of that is that education and training, while it is incredibly valuable, and I do not take for granted um, how the honor that I have to be educated in what I'm educated in, knowing things and being able to apply them happen in two different spaces, in our minds and in ourselves even. You can explain, you know, great tactics and great things. But when I'm sitting with my children in the midst of one of them, you know, really struggling or really upset, I am just as lost as anybody else. Um, when we had, my children are adopted, when we adopted them, that was one thing that I heard often. I was drowning um, at the beginning. I was a brand new mom. I had two young children who were 
old enough to speak and have their, you know, their own full personalities and make those very clear, but still young enough that they were very reliant on me. And I had very little practice as a parent. So I was drowning half the time and people were so wonderful and so kind of had so much help and support. So, so don't hear me say that. I don't know how to made it without that. But I can remember sometimes people saying, it's a good thing you're a counselor because you know how to handle all of this. And in those early days, I had an office at a university and my diplomas and my license to practice counseling hung on my wall in my office. And for a long time, one of the things that made me feel a little bit better, um, probably about every other day, I'd walk in and I would just flip off my license because I it was like my way of getting out the frustration and the stress of feeling like I didn't really know how to do any of the things that I knew about and how to do. And that's, you know, it's funny now to look back, but in those moments thinking, I've, what do you do if you have all of this training and you have knowledge about all this and you still have to figure out how to actually do it with your kids? That pulls on a whole different area of you. This is feet on the ground. This is learning and implementing, not just um, not just figuring out new things or putting new things in our heads. And that's not something, that's a developmental process. It's not something that you just go to a class and take in and suddenly you just can do all of these things. It's practice and it's screwing it up and it's learning how to say you're sorry and come back to it. And that's with your spouses, with your kids, and quite frankly, with yourself. We're all different people, and we have full personalities, just like our kids do. Um, I, I talk a lot to parents and remind them, your kids have are a whole person all by themselves. They already have all the things in them of who they are, and you have to get to know that and learn, especially as they get older. But we are, too. And the myth that there's some type of perfect parent, that there's this way to do parenting that works. And if you're a good parent, then you can figure it out. And if you don't, then you can't or, you know, or you, you aren't, then that's part of the problem. That overlay and expectation is this falsehood that really removes us from our humanness. And and somehow it's like it's better if we figure out how to function like a machine of a parent instead of an actually human parent. The, the difference in that is that our major role is to be honest and open and connective and, and nurturing to our children and our families. And that's, it doesn't matter if you're the mom or the dad or what's going on. When you have the responsibility in the adult place for your family, our job is to pour into the people in our homes and our families, the ones that we are responsible for. Well, it takes a few things. It takes being healthy ourselves and pouring into ourselves too, making sure that we're not completely drained. But it takes seeing us as real people and not just machines to be honed in to do all the right things so that technically they had a great childhood. Now, as I say all this, I'm not saying that it does, things don't matter. Um, obviously, they do. I wouldn't have a podcast and we wouldn't have the you know, complete field of, of parenting help that we have if what we do doesn't matter. But motivation matters so much and how we approach and move into engagement with our kids. If we're doing it from a place of needing to be right or needing to do it right so that we can balance the anxiety in ourselves, it really shifts us from engaging closely to the people around us and it removes us a step back from that and keeps us from connecting at the level that we really need to. The other thing is I found that parents who are genuinely concerned that maybe they're doing it wrong rarely are. 
Um, I get people asking quite a bit. I think that I, I am worried that I have done all of this wrong or I'm concerned that maybe I'm not filling the blank enough. I could use anything because, you know, I have, I, you can get parents who say they're afraid that they're not strict enough, that they're not holding their kids accountable enough, parents who are afraid that they're not nurturing enough, that they're not connecting with or supporting their children enough. There's no measurable numerical data for that on the right amount that you are. And again, if you could figure that out for one kid, it would be different for the next anyway, right? But what I find is that parents who are genuinely concerned and say, I'm really considering what is what I'm doing as a parent and what's going on with me as a parent. I'm concerned that I'm getting it wrong. That level of of intentionality in parenting, of really meta-processing your parenting style is one of the healthiest things that you can do. That in and of itself becomes the guide by which you work that makes you healthier as a parent altogether. When it's not just about doing it right, it's about how is this all going and what's the bigger picture here. It frees you up from the constraints of kind of a black and white thinking that I either get it right or I get it wrong, which then when I get it wrong, turns into a shame cycle or a spiral of feeling um, not good enough or not prepared enough or feeling like I'm going to completely mess up my kids for the rest of their lives. And then that renders us unable to move forward in that. And we all usually tend to withdraw and isolate in those situations. And that doesn't work. We approach it and realize that this is an active process. It's dynamic. It's moving. They're moving parts. And when I do something and it doesn't seem to go over, my next move is to figure out what the next entrance is or how to connect next. And when that becomes the process by which we're working, we free ourselves from those places that lock us down and make us feel like we need to isolate and hide and not share what's going on. Um, And it also tends to free us up when that's our mindset to talk to other people, to invite other people into our parenting processes and say, what is going on? I have a great group of friends. We have a um, we've known each other since college and there are four of us and we have a Marco Polo group. And Marco Polo, for those of you who might not know, um, is a video chatting app and, and we can look at each other, we can see each other's faces, we can see each other's homes, we can see each other's children, we can look into each other's eyes when we are freaking out and not knowing what to do. And we've created a really safe space to talk openly about parenting and about how we're doing things and what we're struggling with and give each other honest feedback And really, a lot of times, it's a lot of support um, and connection. Having people who you can talk to honestly and open about your, your situations and process through that. Here's what I'm doing. What else am I not seeing? You have to be careful because you've got to pick the people who you trust and people who are going to support you and connect with you in that. But it's invaluable. It is absolutely invaluable. And I think every parent needs that. Um, to really do well and to be able to moderate the stress that comes along with this whole role. Getting caught up in just trying to do it right just makes us miss things. It makes us miss out on relationships with our kids, with other people, with our um, with our spouses, with the rest of our family, because we get so wrapped up in the logistics of it that we're not even living in a real relationship with others. 
in moments that you feel like you're less than adequate as a parent, you have to stop and remind yourself that you're a human first, that you're a person and your kids are going to turn into adults as whole people too. And they're going to need to connect with you as a real person now and then. So it doesn't matter if your kids are tiny and they're still babies or toddlers and they're in these you know, stressful time frames of growing and life feels hectic or if they're teenagers and they're creating their own reality and, you know, seeing the world through their own lens and pushing back on a lot of things, that in all of those spaces, your kid has to connect with a real human and they've got to see you living like a real human. So they learn how to, too, that it's not just about creating a box, you know, a list of boxes to check to make sure that you're, quote, doing all of this right. So as we move forward, the next couple of episodes, I'm going to talk about um, certainty as a really difficult situation for parents right now, too, about the pressure that we have to be certain about everything and about how there is no certainty in doing things right in terms of being a parent. So I hope you listen into those. And I really appreciate um, all of your feedback. Keep it coming and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Remodel Parenting. If this has been helpful for you, share it with a friend and subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss our weekly episodes. You can visit theremodelproject.com to sign up for our email list and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.